Welcome to Horse Tracks, a feature of Mile High Broncos Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Here's what's happening in Broncos country. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of Horse Tracks, part of the Mile High Broncos podcast with the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Coach Ross, and we're here to talk about the Broncos not getting flexed out of Sunday night football, and maybe that's just because maybe the league's lazy. Um, uh, and then a couple things from Sean Payne as well, with him praising Jerry Judy. He's in plans for the long term. And then we're going to talk about Peyton's response as to getting Marvin Mims the ball more. Because that's something that we all want to happen. Um, but I appreciate you guys tuning in to this edition, uh, to this episode. I uh, hope you guys are having a fantastic Tuesday and start to your week. Um, I, if you guys haven't done so already, you could follow us at on social media at Mile High Report on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, you could uh, follow or subscribe to whatever platform you're currently listening to this on um and we appreciate your continued support there as well and you can go on over to milehighreport.com to check out all of these awesome articles daily if you haven't done so already um for me personally um offensive line mid-season grades will be dropping in um a day or two it's gonna be wednesday or thursday they're going to be out um should be out wednesday so keep an eye out for that one got a couple actually grades and I thought I was going to be giving out um, when we started this season off. But let's hurry, uh, go ahead and get on into the first topic here. And that's the fact that the NFL will not be flexing out the Broncos from a Sunday night football against the Minnesota Vikings. Now, is this indicative to the league's opinion on the Broncos? Maybe. Probably not in my opinion. Um... It seems like the Vikings, they, they always consistently have some ex- exciting games. The Broncos look like they're getting better. In fact, if you took a look at what happened on Sunday night, it seems like the Broncos have a way better chance against the Bills than we would have thought two, three weeks ago, maybe just a week ago, maybe at the start of the season. If the Broncos could run the football effective, effectively against the Buffalo Bills, oh boy, we might be yelling for upset. That's going to be on Monday night football um in week 10 um and then so this is the week 11 game um it doesn't seem like the nfl really cares necessarily about the best game being on sunday night football considering that this week we're going to have the jets in the raiders on sunday night football no one wants that no one cares about that that's probably going to be a horrible game to watch but they saw that nonetheless so i i if they're going to keep that they probably weren't going to flex out the broncos either um, on to the other bit of news. Let's talk about John Payton and what he has to say about Jerry Judy. Because of course, the Broncos have kept on Jerry Judy, even though that they were offered a, sec- uh, a third and a fifth rounder for him on deadline day. Um, they want to keep him, and they kept him in the plans. And I speculate that is because Jerry Judy is going to be part of a more of a long-term plan for the Broncos. And it looks like Sean Payton may be confirming that. Um, what Sean Payton said on Monday is, quote, he's an important part, an important piece of what we're doing. When we're talking about Jerry, shoot, he's a guy that we think is dynamic, where he's correct. He also goes on to say he played extremely well last week, and we think he's going to be very important for us going forward. Um, 
He also, uh, when talking about the trade deadline too, he said, quote, I don't think my words prior to the trade deadline were ever that, hey, we're staying pat. It was, we're just, we're not the ones to be interviewed. Go ask the people if that are purchasing. He also said, quote, we're building and putting a team together and can't control. We kind of went through this in the offseason with a handful of players. And understandably, in other words, I get it. But it's harder for us to be the ones speaking on topics like that when we're not the ones involved in initiating any of the contact. Um, so that's actually really indicative to what their um, trade deadline looked like. The Broncos were not looking to make any moves. They were only listening. They were not going out and trying to market anyone. They were being the smart team, taking calls. Um, seeing what people wanted to throw at them, but they were not the ones initiating any sort of contact. Sean Payton sounds like he wants Jerry Judy here for the long term, um, and it's looking like that. It's looking right now, and like I said, the the, the last podcast here, it looks the Broncos could get a third and fifth for Jerry Judy come draft day, come April. You know, it wasn't like they had to make that trade now. So at the least, Sean Payton was able to give himself another. Um, half of a season of evaluation for Jerry Judy to see where he fits in with the long term. It looks like he wants to keep him around, um, which is good. And we just, as Broncos fans, have to hope that Jerry uh, Judy continues to develop and become that really great player that he could be. Will he ever be worth a first round pick? I don't know. The, the, not really going to pass judgment on that one just yet. Obviously, right now, it's a no. Can he be? I won't say absolutely, but I say there's a he he can be he can be at the least he's going to be a really good receiver for the Broncos and it helps that Quirrell and Sutton's also um, reverting back to his 2019 self you know pre-injury when he's he's looking great right now so if this is going to be the kind of receivers the Broncos have and I know we said it last year but Pat, uh, <laughs> Tim Patrick could stay on the field. Heck, the Broncos have a pretty dynamic group of receivers right there um, as well. And speaking about a dynamic receiver, let's talk about the last thing here. Talking Sean Payton and Marvin Mims. So, um, Sean Payton, he likes him. Likes him a lot. He said, quote, um, let's see. So, um, he was asked, um, how do we get Marvin Mims more touches and how do they incorporate him? Um Let's see. So, according to this from an interview with Mike Kliss, Mike Kliss talked um, asked him about Marvin Mims. Sean Payne said, "Quote: How do we get Marvin Mims more touches, and how do we incorporate him more into what we're doing offensively?" I'm sitting here looking at a notepad with his jersey number on it in front of me, and that's our job as coaches. We really believe we have a good, young, talented player. Obviously, there's other players on the offense that deserve the same type of attention relative to play design. But we're going to work our tails off to move that needle where he's getting opportunities, not only in the passing game, but he just does a lot of things well, and he's really good with the ball in his hands. So, listen to this. The Broncos, Jerry Judy continues to develop for the Broncos. Cortland Sun continues to be a stud for the Broncos. Marvin Mims continues to develop and the Broncos are able to get him in better situations where he's able to show off his amazing, dynamic, um, game-changing, game-wrecking ability that he has with the ball in his hands. This is an offense that the Broncos will continue to develop, and it could be good. Jerry Judy still um, pretty young. Cortland Sun, not old. Um, Marvin Mims, you can have for a while. Um, Javante Williams, you can have for a while. 
Jaleel McLaughlin, obviously you can still have him for a while. Lloyd Cushenberry, he's, he could be a guy that's going to be around for a while. Quinn Miners can be around for a while. Ben Powers could be around for a decent bit of time. Garrett Bowles, decent bit of time. This offense that they're building up has some young guys on it that the Broncos can clearly build around. There's a lot of young guys that this team can build around. Um, on the other side of the ball, too, including Baron Brown, John uh, Browning, sorry, uh, Jonathan Cooper, um, Nick Benito, Pat Sertan. There's a bunch of guys I can list. I know the Broncos have one of the older rosters in the league, or at least starting units in the league. But there's also a lot of young guys that this that they're they're building a core here in Denver. Um, so even though that this year might not be the most exciting and impressive one, we could still be happy about and look forward to the future that the Broncos currently have here. Because it's shaping up to, to be a good group, core group of players with a lot of names on there as well. So we'll wait and see. But Sean Payne loves himself some Marvin Mims and he wants to get more involved. That's the good news here. But with that being said, um, we're going to wrap it on this edition of Horse Tracks. Um, once again, really appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, go ahead, follow on whatever podcasting platform if you haven't done so already. Find us at Mile High Report. And you can find us um, at Mile High Report on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Of course, um, partial to the Instagram because yours truly runs that. So if you want to be engaged, if you want me to see your comments, I'm always looking there. Um, and, and I will see you if you got something, okay? And uh, don't be afraid to message us either if you got um, something you want us to at least take a look at. Uh, but with that being said, my name has been Coach Ross. You guys be a blessing out to someone this week. We'll see you in the next one.